There we go. Oh, man, I did not get the backlash I thought I would get by defending Bethesda, but uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Let's talk about my past. perspective welcome to my podcast my humble little project for myself if you follow me on instagram amigos and i hope you do it's at danny strange just let me fucking double check that shit it's a danny strange p-e-r all together one letter just go in and i'm right there for you it's also the name of my twitter at danny strange p-e-r First three layers of perspective. Anyway, enough plugging. If you follow me on my Instagram, I just uploaded. You never know where you will be when inspiration hits. And that's basically, I mean, the, the perfect segue into this. So, he <laughs> ain't no big surprise. Gaming is my big love here in life. Followed by wrestling. Followed by music, but I, I put music on the third level because when I say music is my passion, most people take it as, oh, so you create music and you're in a band and you know everything about notes and you can do all the fucking things I want you to do. The, the, the truth is, no, I've done music. I like to do music. Uh, they're on my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com. No, www.youtube.com backslash forward slash <laughs> r-i-r-a-i-c-r-o my fucking god I am the worst fucking plug machine of all time <laughs> <laughs> slash rycrow R A I C R O W. <laughs> my God. Uh, look, just go to my Twitter. All my fucking social links are there. All right? Just go to my Twitter. Twitter.com slash Danny Strange P E R. First three hours of perspective. It, all my links are in there, including the one from my Facebook. And if you follow me on YouTube, all my links are in there. Now, enough of that shit. <laughs> the whole thing with music is most people think that I create music as in I'm in a band or I know shit about, you know, music theory. I don't. That's why I don't like saying that music is a big passion of mine. But it is. It is a big passion of mine. I can't go five minutes without without having headphones or earphones on me and yeah yeah whatever Danny's exaggerating I'm really not I've if I have to leave the apartments and I I shit you not for 30 seconds I am not leaving without my any type of music I'm not it, it drives me insane not to, insane not to hear constant shit in my ear all the time so why is it taking me so long to talk about music 
on my podcast, it's because I haven't felt any true connection. I haven't felt... I don't feel that I can make it interesting enough. I don't feel like I can make an entire episode just talk about music and make it entertaining enough. So, um... This is my chance to do it because I think the only way you'll truly know is by putting it out there, record it, putting it out there, and amigos giving feedback. Uh, I love you all for listening to this. I truly, I do. I know You know I do. I've said it a thousand times. But feedback is good. All right? Feedback is good. And then, don't fucking tell me I'm a fucking hypocrite because I went earlier levels. No, don't give me feedback because I said from the very first start, I like the type of feedback that can help me maybe see things differently. I don't like feedbacks when people say, hey, you know what? You should really stop doing this. Yeah, stop doing that. Why? I don't like it. Yeah, you should stop. You're like that? You want to you wanna start your feedback like that? Uh, don't fucking bother because my foot's going to go up your ass. But... You know, the complete opposite isn't that good either. Now, before I begin, you know in the beginning of my intro song, you hear this? Yeah, that's what you hear in my, in my intro song. And most people would think that's a beer can. <laughs> it's not. SMR. Or is it AMSR? It's energy drinks. Your pal, Danny Strange, is powered by 90% energy drinks. Hate coffee. That wasn't a fart, by the way. That was my hands. Anyway, enough daily dialing. Let's get into it. I thought the best way I can talk about music and make it entertaining is to make it, um, to connect it to my personal life. So I'll divide this in three in three uh, chapters, if you will. Not three parts I'm going to release. I'm gonna, all of this will be one episode. But I'll release it in three chapters. And the, top, the whole topic is... I'm not saying this is the headline, because I haven't decided for a headline on, for this episode. Uh, but the whole topic is the bands that helped me through life. Maybe that is the headline. The bands that helped me through life. Kind of like it. Yeah. Anyway. So, what does that mean? It means that I, for me to, to truly love something when it comes to music, I need to be able to relate to it on a personal level. And I don't mean that I've been through the same shit that they're singing about. Not necessarily. I'm talking about it needs to speak to me it needs to make me feel something that no other music can. It needs to make me feel good inside. And I'm not sure, I'm not quite sure what that formula is, nor am I sure on what the rules are, but it is something that I can't explain it, but when I feel it, I feel it. And the first time I felt it was this band. This is the first chapter. The first, the band that I listened to a lot during my kid years, preteen, whatever you want to call it, was the Beatles. 
The Beatles is a band that I truly feel a connection to because of my childhood. Now, my, my family, we used to travel to countries, specifically Spain. We used to do it in, with the fucking car. We didn't fly that much. We used to drive all the way from good old Sweden to Spain. And when you do that, especially during the 90s, early 2000s, you need some good tunes. Well, Beatles was was my dad's always go-to. That, Elvis. I'm not sighing, by the way. I, Elvis lives in my heart. But it was a lot of Beatles. So every time I hear songs like Day Tripper, Help, it just... It, it wakes this warm, mushy feeling inside of me. And even though I'm I'm possibly calling this episode the, the bands that helped me through life, I, I had a great fucking childhood. I mean, sure, I was bullied at all in school, but who the fuck wasn't? Um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the bad things I can say. I've had a fantastic, absolutely amazing childhood. With the best family you could fucking wish for. So I have no complaints. But it's still something... When I listen to the Beatles... I always remember sitting in the back seat in the car. My dad driving. Mom next to him. Sisters next to me. And I was a fat kid. Not easy for them. And just playing on my fucking Game Boy. For hours. And just fucking dreading when it would, when it started to turn dark outside. If you've ever played an original Game Boy in the car, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. The original Game Boy didn't have any backlight. So you relied on the light on another light source. So when you had the old Game Boy, I'm making a lot of farting sounds. It's not farts. Now it was my leg, my naked leg scraping against the table. And I say naked cuz I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> Uh, this episode has gone off the rails. So, <laughs> so you had to rely on on, um, on street lights so you could see anything from the Game Boy. Oh, man. Just saying this into the microphone just puts a fucking dumbass smile on my face. But yeah, man, I remember, I, I remember just being in the car, dad driving to Spain. I remember... I remember basically every road trip we've ever had, you knew it was always Beatles. There are certain traditions we have in our family when it comes to music, and road trip always meant Beatles. Now, I'm not saying listening to we would that we listened to Beatles for three days, but the primary focus was always on Beatles. So every time I just hear Beatles music, it's just mm. And remember that, if I ever do a uh, Christmas special, as in, this is Christmas at Danny's house, remember that, the part that my family has certain traditions when it comes to music. Because that will definitely be a subject that will be brought back. Now, chapter two, just like every other fucking kid, my teen years were um, very confusing. Very fucking confusing. Uh, fuck it. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest, right? My teen years were they were mostly uh, confusion. 
for Danny Strange here. Uh, especially sexual orientation. Now, if you ask me, I, I'm I'm a straight guy. I'm a I'm not even white. I'm a straight caramel colored guy. Um, but I it was still a lot of experimenting, like you know, like a lot of fucking people do. I'm not saying it's anything unique or anything, but it it does feel kind of weird to just sit here and say this into a microphone when a, a lot of my friends don't even know that about me. My first ex-girlfriend, even though she turned out to be a um, not-so-nice person, uh, she helped me a lot experimenting and just trying to figure out my own um, my own preferences and stuff. And even though it turned out that, no, no I'm, I'm just a straight guy. It's still something I'm happy that I went through. So why the fuck am I talking about this after talking about Beatles? Well, my teen years were a very confusing, frustrating, fucking frustrating period of my life. And while the sexual com orientation confusion didn't really bother me in, in that sense, what bothered me was just this general sense of who the fuck am I supposed to be? See, as an introvert nerd and just just confused, um, goalless kid, uh, and growing up in, in the suburban life, I want I, I start to have this shell around me, and I start to figure out, okay, so this is the way I have to act so I won't get bullied. Which is the complete opposite of how I usually am. But I entered into a school with the the main... Uh, it's a theater school. So it's a very left-leaning theater school. It's a very um, aesthetic school. Meaning that the guy I was imitating the guy I was trying to be wasn't really welcome there. <laughs> so I'm starting this new school uh, thinking like, okay, I'll create this persona for myself. And when I got there, turns out that, nope, you're going to get bullied if you act like a total asshole, as you should. I just, I got more and more confused. I got more and more, who the fuck am I supposed to be? Who the fuck Am I, where the fuck am I going? That, that pretty much summarizes me at 15, 16, 17, 18, and I would say even 19 and 20. Just a general sense of who am I? Like I said, like a lot of fucking kids go through. I mean, if not all of us go through that, that's nothing unique. But I bring this up because there's one band that if you ask me, I will give you, I will say they saved me. And sadly, people can take that as an, were you suicidal? No, I wasn't suicidal. I was not suicidal. What I meant with they saved me is they kept me sane. When I listened to the, this band, all these fucking thoughts that went through my head they just fucking disappeared. 
The band is Ramones. Wow, I did not expect this reaction. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Wow, I, s I swear to God, I, I, did not ex I, I did not expect that reaction from saying that. Well, anyway, mm. <sighs> focus. Uh, Ramones, yeah. That's the band that helped me through all that fucking tough times. And even after breaking up with my first ex, man, I blasted Ramones music as fucking loud as I could. When I moved into this apartment, which I did at the age of 17, took over the whole apartment. I mean, I bought it and owned it at the age of 18. And, um, yeah. I didn't even have a fucking couch, amigos. I didn't have a lot of furniture. I had one bed, two chairs, and a mattress. No, I didn't have a bed. I had a mattress. Yeah, I had a fucking mattress. I had the mattress in the living room. And the best day, or the, the best thing from that period was me buying an album. That album was, I don't want to lie to you. So I'm trying to... Halfway to Sanity. The album was Halfway to Sanity by, by the Ramones. With such... Great fucking music like Garden of Serenity. I know better now. I'm not Jesus. Just ugh, fucking amazing music, man. I remember the first time hearing I Know Better Now. I was just sitting there. Just in awe. And what... Just the fucking amazing music I was listening to. And the Ramones. Every time the Ramones came on... It just, all those fucking confusing thoughts just fucking flushed away. Just flushed away. Which kind of made it, not sad, that's an exaggeration, but it, it, it kind of made it, let's just say it was not popular among my friends that I liked the Ramones. Now they, no one bullied me for having a personal music taste. Let's not exaggerate here, but... I did get a lot of flack for it. Them joking or not, whatever. For me, I felt like, why am I getting shit for liking this band? And I, I will say the truth as well. First time, very first time hearing the Ramones, I fucking hated it. The very first song I ever heard from the Ramones was, I want to be sedated. And I hated it. I fucking hated it. But you know what? I fucking hated... War Pigs from Black Sabbath as well. And I have Black Sabbath lyrics tattooed on my body. So. As I have Ramones lyrics. I have my entire right arm. Don't look away from the microphone you fucking idiot. My right arm is from a Ramones song. With the Ramones insignia. My entire right arm. And uh. Till this day, it's one of my absolute favorite tattoos I have. She Don't Talk To Me. No, that's not the name of the song. If you know, you know. 
Anyway, 20 minutes. Let's let's get into chapter three, huh? So Ramones, when people used to ask me, what's your favorite band? I, I give them the answer, Royal Republic. Never heard of them? Do yourself a favor, look them up. Do yourself a fucking favor and look up Royal Republic. Because the Ramones were not my favorite band. They were something much, much more. If you listen to my previous episodes, amigos, you'll know that I've I said it before. I have six people in my life. And it's an insult for me to call them best friends because they're much more than that. They're my pillars. And if you've listened to all my episodes before, I think it was, yeah, it was 2011. If you listened to that one, you know what I'm talking about, so I won't go into it. I have, I tend to rank things in my mind, not because I feel like you're more important than him. That's more important than that. It's not that. I tend to rank things in my mind because it helps me keeps keep things organized. See, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, the lightest light bulb in the... That fucking blue screen there. <laughs> See what I mean? So uh, I need to keep things simple for myself. It's called being an idiot. Uh, I don't recommend it. So, I tend to rank things in my head. And, of course, people can take that as a fucking insult. Why the fuck is he more important than I am? It's not about being important or not. It's about keeping things simple for me. Anyway, I used to say that Ramon, the Royal Republic was my favorite band because I don't want to go into the whole what Ramones means to me. Amigos, me talking about this is a very rare occasion. Everything I've said in this episode is a very rare occasion, so... I hope this reaches people. Anyway, so, I, you know, you, you've had, I've, I've had great fucking music along the way after Ramones. Of course I have. I mean, Lord knows I don't listen to Ramones as much today as I did before. Doesn't mean I don't love them as much. I have Black Sabbath lyrics tattooed on me. I fucking give me Black Sabbath all day. Give me Iron Maiden. Give me, you know, Metallica, not as much. They have some good songs. Give me ACDC, baby. Fucking, let's get over to my place. Bring some Motorhead rum. Let's play some Motorhead, ACDC, Iron Maiden. Let's play some Ramones, baby. Let's play some... Let's play some Sabbath. Let's play some Wasp. Let's put on some fucking 80s metal. And I've had my ups and downs with bands, like all of us do. But only last year, I, quote-unquote, discovered a band that would define Chapter 3 right here in this story. The band is Kiss. Yes, that band Kiss. Yes, that very band that everyone's heard a gazillion times. The fuck? You mean to tell me this fucking asshole just recently discovered Kiss? Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. God, I'm unprofessional. Here's the thing. I've listened to Kiss several times. 
like for, for years, for years. Remember the whole thing with my first ex? Even before her, I listened to Kiss. But I didn't go through their entire discography. I mean, I went, I listened to some songs. I've always, I've always loved I Was Made For Loving You. Speaking about confusion of sexual orientation. Uh, I've, I've always loved Detroit Rock City. Uh, rock and Roll All Night. You know, the, the fucking, the classics are classics. That's my phone. I am so sorry, even though I put it on silent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the most unprofessional fucking episode I've ever done. I fucking apologize. And we burp. So, uh, that was Rock and Roll All Night. The fucking phone, you put me off guard. Rock and Roll All Night. Uh, I was made for loving you. So, ah, yes, but I never gave them a real chance because even though I have those songs that I like, I have plenty of songs I didn't like. Like, Lick It Up, Crazy Nights, fucking song. Crazy, crazy, crazy nights. I love it now, <laughs> ironically. Uh, there were a ton of Kiss songs that I was like, God, if you play that fucking song, I'm going to shoot my head off. But last year, I was like, fuck it. Put them on. Let's let's go through the entire discography. When I decide I'm going to give a band a quote-unquote, I'm going to give them a shot, I'm going to give them a chance, I go through the, their entire discography. I mean from first song to last song, next album. And I don't skip a single fucking song. I don't skip anything in the songs. I mean from the first song, from the very first second to the very last, nothing is skipped. That is me saying, I'm going to give this band a shot. I've discovered amazing bands that way. Before Kiss, it was Motorhead. Oh, fuck Motorhead. <laughs> Let me, I love you. Anyway, and listening to Kiss, I was, and at the beginning, I was like, you know what, this isn't bad, but it's not great. It's pretty generic. And I don't quite get how people can, you know, fanaticize about this fucking band, you know, lose their fucking minds. It's not bad, but it's nothing special. And then it happened. And it fucking happened. Then I listened to Dynasty. And like a fucking light switch. I went from, you know what, it's it's not bad, but it's not great. I went from that to, I'm going to buy a ticket to go see them live in two months. And I'm doing it outside of my own country. That's a story for another time. But remember that one. All right, fucking remember that one. So I'm going to skip through all of that, but just just like Ramones meant to me in my teens, not for the same reason and not the same help. What I mean what I what I mean by that is just the same way the Ramones spoke to me on a very personal level. So that kiss and it feels kind of wrong to say that because it's I've only been listening to them in a year. But I have never in my fucking life bought 
several books, several books about a band to read about them. I've seen seven documentaries about Kiss. I've read two books and I've bought four more. I've, it's the only band I've listened to the whole discography twice. It's the only band where I... Look, you'll know when I tell you the story about me going to Germany. All right? When you see it in the future, my trip to Germany, if I'll call it that, you'll know. So, yeah, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm a fan. Hell, I'm even part of the KISS Army. But that band means a lot to me now. I wish I could meet them so I could tell, and I want to tell them the truth how, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm, I wasn't there from the beginning. I wasn't there from the beginning. So there are fans that are way more entitled than me to meet them. But I've done, I wouldn't say I'm at the very bottom as well. So to all my friends out there, amigos, when you see me listening to Kiss almost fucking 24-7, now you know why. It's, it's much more than good music. It truly is music for my soul. That's exactly what it is. And they speak to me in a way that no band has done since the Ramones. That doesn't mean Ramones are placed. It means that we need a bigger house. That's all it is. And there you go, amigos. That's my episode about music. I felt that this would be more interesting than... In 1985, uh, Ramones released an album to not-so-great sales, but, uh, you know, if you want that shit, just fucking... There's Wikipedia right there. But uh, I feel like if you're listening to me, then you listen to the more... Per because it's me saying it, right? I, I opened up way more than I thought I would in this episode, but uh, I've said it once and I'll say it again, amigos. If there's something I pride myself in... It's honesty. And uh, I'm as honest as I can be with you. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you fucking liked it. Please check out my other social media links. They're on Twitter. Please check it out because I forgot the fucking link. I'm the worst at this. No wonder fucking no one follows me. And if you like this, then please subscribe to my podcast. Please rate it. Please share it, share it with friends. It's the only way to get out there. It's the only way I can reach people. Amigos, I need you. And I love you. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, adios.